0: I believe there's no excuse for not knowing how to do something anymore. There's no lack of information. There's no lack of resources on how to do something. There's a lack of willingness to seek it out
1: Welcome to another episode of Stay Paid. I'm Joshua Steich along with Luke Acree. And in just a minute, we're going to be introducing you to this week's guest. But first, we would love it if you take a minute to subscribe to Stay Paid on Apple Podcasts. If you're not already, subscribed, and leave a review along with a comment to let us know how we're doing. We've been getting a lot of reviews lately. Yeah, we have been. Getting I, think a lot some, of I think I know where some are coming
2: from. Hey, you got to get your friends and family to review you. Okay, <laughs> so so don't hate on me that for that. I I got I told my whole you family got a couple at Christmas. Of friends and
1: family over Christmas. I, to, I was
2: like, hey, how many of you listen to the podcast? And a lot of them raised their hands. I said, how many of you have reviewed it? There you not go, as not lesson. as many hands. You gotta I'm, ask, and 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 I go, all right, all right, you guys gotta give me. I said, you can be honest but got kind of to
1: get the review. My wife's well, this, review was the best. This one <laughs> is not from one of your family members. This is actually from a client of ours. So this is comes from, I'm not sure the real name, but on podcast, Apple podcast, it's Italy LMC. She says, great info, five stars. I've been a client of Reminder Media for a couple years. Reminder Media delivers great content that can be used in a variety of industries. Highly recommend them. I listen to a couple episodes while starting my day. I can usually pick out several golden nuggets each time I listen. So thank you so Love much that. for leaving that review. I think I said she, but I'm not sure if it's she or he. So, I apologize. Chat in let us know yeah. <laughs> your real name, Italy LMC. Our guest today, his name is Dustin Brom, which is a name you probably recognize if you're in real estate, because not only does Dustin host his own popular podcast called Massive Agent Podcast, a show that teaches real estate agents and mortgage pros how to get more leads and sell more homes, which is what we all want, but he was also a finalist for the 2019 Inman Innovator of the Year Award, has been a keynote speaker at events like Inman Connect and Gary V's Agent 2021, and... And on top of all of that, if that's not enough, he's a top Salt Lake City Realtor with EXP Realty. Dustin, welcome to the podcast. Thanks, man. Appreciate it. I'm honored to be on. Honored to be asked to uh,
2: to join you. Yeah, Dustin, man, it's awesome to have you on. would love for you to just, you know, you've done a ton. And, you know, I got to knowing you through your podcast. So I follow your podcast and, and you put out a ton of great stuff. But I'd love for you to share your story of, you know, kind of what's led you up to today. Give us kind of the 30,000 foot view. And then let's dive into this topic of marketing in 2021.
0: Awesome. Thank you, Luke. Yeah, uh, I'm a, I'm a real estate agent, but I've, you know, over the last five or six years, I've really transitioned to uh, mentally anyways, being a marketer who sells homes And uh, and just approaching the business that way has changed everything. So, um, I started. I've been an agent for ten years, and um, you know the first first three four years of my career were just ridiculous. Um, So. Like struggling so bad, barely making ends meet, usually couldn't even make a meet. Um, (laughs) It's because I was following a mentor who is great and I learned a lot of great stuff, but we have very different personalities Hmm. and he loved chasing business. He loved hitting people up in the produce section at the freaking grocery store. Uh, You know, like, hey, do you need to sell your house? Like, he just, he was that type of person. He was a true extrovert and I'm not, I'm an introvert. And so that never really clicked with me, and I never really clicked with it. And when, you, when you're doing something that you A, don't like, and B, just uh, aren't good at, you're not going to have any success. Mm. Weird. Weird concept. right? <laughs> and so I didn't. And uh, it wasn't until out of necessity, I just started Googling how to get real estate leads. And I came across this concept of con- content marketing, attraction marketing, And it was so diametrically opposed to the way that I, in my head, uh, thought that a real estate agent did business. And uh, because I thought literally that real estate agents, the way that the job is done, like the job responsibilities are to do what my mentor was doing. And I didn't understand that there were other ways to attract business until I... Googled how to get real estate leads. Hmm. And I came across Easy Agent Pro's website, who, who does an amazing job with their blog. Um, and they were just giving out all these ideas. And, and But they were also content marketing in that. And I'm like, wait a minute. So I could actually like launch a website. I could write some articles and do some videos. And I could actually have somebody call me wanting to hire me. And that was such a revolutionary idea for me. It was a total paradigm shift. And so I, I liked that very much because I'm like, I, that aligns with me. you know, But I then came the issue of, do I believe that I can do it? And at the time, no, I didn't because I just didn't know how. Like It was still a new concept. So I found some mentors who were very successful real estate bloggers and still are like Bill Gassett, Ryan Fitzgerald and Kyle Hiscock. And uh, some of these real estate bloggers that have built their whole careers off writing articles hmm. and being found on Google. And I just started to copy what they did, not literally, that's called plagiarism, but I was modeling <laughs> what they were doing. And they were they were gracious enough and kind enough to, you know, give me some pointers and you know, topic suggestions and everything. Um, you know, to so I, I launched my own website. I had to borrow money to do it from my my parents. It was only like what, five, six hundred bucks or so <laughs> at the time, which I didn't have. Launched a website and just started writing articles. And I realized uh, three months in that uh, when my phone rang, that it was working. And I think that's a pretty quick payoff, actually. Pretty quick uh, time frame to get positive reinforcement that what you're doing is working. But I had somebody call me and they were like, Hey, we saw your video. It brought us to your website. And you know, we learned some stuff. We think you'd be fun to work with. We need to buy a house. That's awesome. And that changed my life. Because it validated everything that I thought could be possible and that I was told was possible. But now it was real for me. And now I also knew I could do it. I just had to keep doing it and make it better and everything. And uh, it, it was wild. So, ever since then, I've been obsessed with content marketing and how no matter what you do for a living, you can put out content, whether that's video, podcast, blog, reels, you know, TikTok videos, whatever it is that's entertaining, educational, um, both that somebody finds valuable and then you can attract them to you to do business with you. Hmm. And and that is such a powerful thing because then you're not competing with 20 other real estate agents to get the listing. They're deciding based on the content you've put out and the credibility that you that you've built up in their eyes from your content that you're the one. And so then you get those come list me calls. You know, then you get buyers saying, "Hey, we want to hire you, and uh, and that's just so powerful. So I've and ever since I've just been obsessed with now teaching other agents how to do that. I launched my own podcast three years ago called the Massive Agent Podcast, where I just talk about what I did to turn my career around, and you know how agents right now should be using social media and attraction marketing to grow their own businesses, and uh, and it's, it's been a fun ride. It's amazing how many doors open to you when. Uh, when people can find you on the internet <laughs> yeah and you give value i love
1: i love yes. the idea because we've we've had people mm-hmm. on the podcast before talk about mentorship right and this idea that You know, you want to be your mentor's best student, but if it's not working for you, if it's not something you enjoy, like Luke, you mentioned sometimes on like webinars and stuff that we'll do, like how to, like in your social routine, like introducing Mm -hmm. yourself to people at the gym or your breast. I'm like, I don't know that I want to do that. That's not really for me. That's not you. Yeah. Being able to find a different path that works Mm -hmm. just as well, that works for you. I love, I love hearing that because I think people can take some encouragement and some guidance from that. What should people write about? Let's say you're someone who is interested in making content or making videos. What should a real estate agent, what should a mortgage professional, what should they be writing about or filming videos about that is both, like you said, adds value, but also is entertaining?
0: That's such an important question because the topic of your content matters the most. right? It doesn't need to be professionally done in a studio. You don't need like all the lighting and all this stuff. Like it needs to look decent. You need to be. You, it needs to be. Uh, you know. You have to have decent audio and video quality. But it could just be you talking into your phone like this. If you're saying something that's valuable, if if it's interesting and grabs attention, that's all that matters. So you know, in that light or in that vein, real estate agents, when it comes to writing blogs and doing videos, especially uh, YouTube videos. Uh, those are that's evergreen content that's evergreen that's content that can be found a year later two years later when people search that's different than social media content mm-hmm. right if you post something on Facebook someone three years from now is not going to see it can you imagine what that would look like um, <laughs> it, it just kind of dies a slow
2: death you know maybe it gets shared but then it dies a thank slow death. God that stuff dies a slow death <laughs> I mean probably people could find it but thank right. God
0: <laughs> right exactly I mean I mean Twitter's bad enough could you imagine if like if Twitter was evergreen too, like, oh, geez, <laughs> that'd be crazy. Um, I I believe that real estate agents specifically should be posting mostly about their community. Okay? Not about real estate, but about the community itself, what's happening there, what new businesses or attractions are coming or going, nostalgic stuff like photos from an old shopping center that got torn down 20 years ago that people miss and, and remember fondly. Stuff like that really, really works well. but. Because it's searchable, I do think that YouTube videos and blog content specifically, you should be writing and and doing videos about real estate topics Mm. because people are actively searching for them and then they'll find them if they're there. Social media is another story. like Nobody goes on Facebook to learn the 10 tips for buying your first house. They just don't. Mm. They, They might stumble upon it out of curiosity, but they're not actively looking for it. But they are on YouTube and Google. So, uh, it, do some keyword research. You know, um, there's there's all sorts of uh, what are they called? Chrome extensions. Mm-hmm. I think there's one called uh, Keywords Everywhere that will help you kind of figure out what are people actively searching for, and and that's kind of a clue. You know, if people are searching for it, do some yep. content around that. Uh, do it in video. Do it blog. Do a video and a blog, and embed the video in the blog if you want. There's also we can really get into the weeds with specific tactics on that stuff, but getting the topic right. Is such a big deal. I I think overall, if you just post about what's happening in your community, that's a way to grow a very wide audience that keeps coming back for more, rather than you know somebody at a very specific time in their life with a very specific need of real estate information, and then as soon as they don't need that anymore, you're dead to them, right? They mm-hmm. they have no need for you and your content anymore. Whereas if you're like a local a local media company like you become a local podcast or or a local blog that is constantly like keeping people updated on what's happening they're going to keep coming back they're going to share that with their friends they're going to tag their friends on Facebook when you post it and and so that's where the value is just growing very wide audience that keeps coming back and you become the celebrity in their eyes uh, as the show host or the author or whatever and uh, and the business you can drive from that is is it's hard to fathom until you you know until it starts to become real for you.
2: It's amazing the uh, credibility effect that you talked about mm. that content does. Like we've seen this with with Stay Paid. Josh and <laughs> I, I are nobodies, <laughs> but the, over the course of doing Stay Paid and it and it getting out there, it's like our authority and credibility has risen so much. And, and I shouldn't be. You know, yeah. <laughs> but I shouldn't be. But the point is like, we've done this our whole careers in the sense of we have yes. years and years of yes. experience. This is what we do, right? Marketing. But it's amazing all of a sudden, when you have a podcast, it's like the book effect. When you write a book, all of a sudden you're the genius, you're the expert. Mm. So I love what you're saying. Ano- another golden nugget that I want to point out from your story that I thought was really good that I think people just, one, they're, they're, they don't want to do it because they feel like it's maybe not the right way. They don't want to copy anybody, but this idea of you don't have to reinvent the wheel. Like I'm learning that more and more in my career here at reminder media and building this business is going, why am I constantly trying to be this innovative genius? That's going to be the Elon Musk to think of some, you know, random thing that no one's thought of. Like there's nothing new under the sun. (laughs) But what you did in that that I thought was so like a golden nugget is you went to the experts like you went and found the best in that field and what they're doing. And I think from a content perspective, you don't know what to write about. You don't know what to do. It's like, go find the person. And a lot of times they'll actually talk to you. Like they'll actually like I know for myself, like I'm chatting with people all the time now on Instagram and stuff like that. And so and I also want to pick your brain on this idea of clubhouse or whatever cuz I saw you posting on this idea of Clubhouse now when you can actually get next to the experts but I just want to point that out that you don't have to reinvent the wheel and if you're out there trying to create your own magic sauce you know you might you might get left behind you got to add your spin on a wheel that's already you know been created a lot of times yeah
0: no, I agree 1000% it's something that I didn't figure out for way too long but uh you know <laughs> You're right. There's nothing new under the sun. There's only different spins on things, right? Or maybe somebody says something in a way that finally resonates with you. Maybe you've heard it 50 times before, but it just kind of went out the other ear. Like, but the concepts themselves aren't new. It's just they're being uh, they're being talked about in a way in unique ways, right? Um, That's what you're doing with content too. Like just. Like none of the content that I've ever done is is so revolutionary. Like you know, there's Elon Musk and Steve Jobs and and you know all of that. Like we don't need to be that. You know, you don't need some revolutionary video idea of a topic that no one's ever talked about, which I don't even think exists. <laughs> and uh, you don't need that. You just need to find out what do people want. Like what interests them. What gets their attention. Right? And you know what drives me nuts, guys? I I know I'm preaching to the choir here. How many sales professionals in real estate, especially? Maybe I'm just more sensitive to it because that's my industry. But we 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 forget about the we forget about the audience. We just start pushing stuff out because we want people to hear what we have to say. We want them to know about this. We want them to know that we just listed a house. We want them to know that we sold it in four hours. You know? But do they care? Right. No they don't like the seller cares but no one else does and they think you're a pompous ass <laughs> or that you're just you know like tone deaf and so you really have to reverse engineer and work backwards from what does your audience the, the people that you want to work with what do they actually care about what will actually get their attention as they're scrolling hyper speed yep. through their news feed and you know if you can figure that out then figure then you work back to you know how can you provide that for them and then how does that lead indirectly to business down the road um, and what's funny is that's what works the best not coming straight at people and saying hey here's what i want you guys to see you know, i'm going to tell you this even though no one gives a sh- i'm going to tell you anyways
2: and then strangely it lands with a thud it doesn't work yeah but that's a long term game that's why most people just don't do mm-hmm. it because it, it's a long like when you said um, you got your first one in in ninety days, and that like solidified it for you and changed your life. That you got, but you would mention that that's actually a relatively short time frame for return on investment. I want everybody to hear that. Like ninety days is short. Like if you're getting something within ninety days, a lot of times with marketing campaigns, you've done a great job. <laughs> a lot of times, if it's not a direct response type marketing you're going for, and I think a lot of people they're not applying what you're saying because. Playing that long-term game, giving content that's more valuable to the audience than to you is something that doesn't really spark instant gratification a lot of times. And so people don't, they fall off on it. I mean, how many people have created a podcast and have quit, you know, 10 episodes in? I mean, that's that—that's the biggest pain point of podcasts is they quit like 10 episodes in or whatever it is. And it's because it's a long-term... Yeah, the pod fade. Yeah, the pod, fade. The pod fade. It's a long-term game. So I want to ask you because I think you really have a unique perspective on this. You're not only a practitioner, but you interview bright minds, right? That's what you're doing on this show that you have. And so when you look at 2021, with all the changes that have happened, like from a marketing perspective, what are you encouraging agents to do? Like where should they focus? What are the tools you're really seeing where the attention is? What are kind of your recommendations? Yeah, great question. Um, There's no shortage
0: of options, that's for sure. And here's... I want to start with a concept and then I think people can decide which route they want to go with it. Ultimately, what you need to be doing... You have to understand what your goal is. You need to be seen by as many people as possible, as often as possible, in as many places as possible. Mm -hmm. And when they see you, you need to provide something that they find valuable. Okay, And so that could be done with a podcast. That could be done on YouTube that could be done on TikTok on Clubhouse it could be anything right um, so dial in like like really really focus in on what your strengths and weaknesses are and what you want to do because podcasting you mentioned it most people like you know 10 15 episodes in they're like oh man like this isn't catching on i got eight downloads um, i'm done <laughs> yeah yeah this this podcasting doesn't work apparently right. you know it's all it's been a scam uh, it's because they give up and you have to really enjoy and be, and be somewhat good at what, whatever avenue you choose to go down, whichever platform you want to focus on or whichever medium, you have to really enjoy it because you have to do it long enough to see success. You have to do it long enough to win. That could be two months. It could be two years. No idea. Mm. There's a million different variables there. And, and variables that we don't even know. right? Um, it just It is what it is. But if you enjoy it, it's so much easier to stick with it and i promise you like the consistency over time that's the magic it's not that there's magic words that there's no magical post that you can put out that attracts five listings there's no magic facebook ad that turns you know that you convert 50% of the leads that hmm. doesn't exist it's it's a numbers game it's a consistency game it's being seen by as many people as possible as often as possible and, and the more that happens, you become familiar, you build credibility in their eyes, and you become credible in everything. And then when they are in that time in their life that they need your product or services, you're, you're so familiar that they don't think of anyone else. So true. Man. You're top of mind. It's, and so you could do that on any platform these days. Well, how many lead,
2: how many lead sources are you... Because I think the struggle is... like mm. There's so many lead sources, right? How many lead sources do you see or have you found in your own life like that you need to have implemented at one time like do you have three going seven going because I agree with you like your whole principle there is spot on I think holistic marketing is the name of the game today like it no longer is you have one marketing campaign whether it's direct mail and that's where you're just going to you know get our referrals that's just where you're gonna get all your business from you've really got to spread out to this holistic where you're seeing almost like omnipresent and that's where you need to move into but how many lead sources are you seeing to be successful because
1: people fall down because they're not consistent in their lead sources if they get too many are you tired of email marketing programs that are complicated to set up look outdated and are irrelevant to your clients lives that's what reminder media has set out to solve with our three-in-one digital marketing bundle with our bundle, you get a personally branded, beautiful, interactive digital magazine, an email newsletter filled with stories, recipes, and ideas that your clients will love, and more than 2,000 articles branded to you at your fingertips for sharing on social media. All digital, all personally branded, all at one affordable price. Let's see your competitors' photocopied flyers beat that. To check out the bundle, go to remindermedia.com slash bundle and see what a three-in-one marketing strategy can do for your business. That's remindermedia.com slash bundle. Take action on this today.
0: That's a great question. So here's how I do it. I try to participate everywhere on all the platforms. Okay. But where I really like focus my efforts and make sure that every day that there's something there: Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, and then my weekly podcast. Okay. Okay. And, and the the those three platforms, I'm usually sharing content from my podcast. So those are my priorities, and then I try to figure out how do I branch out, how do I you know promote this or promote that, um, how do I grow my audience to people that don't know me yet over here, which is why I'm super excited about Clubhouse. Um, and, and so, I for me the answer is is those four, but uh, from th- that's with me like growing my brand, my coaching programs, and everything within the industry yeah. as a real estate agent. I think. I think you could do very, very well with, with Facebook ads, okay, getting leads, and then retargeting those leads over and over and over with content so that you become familiar. And then when they're ready, they respond. Um, so you could really have one lead source. You just have to be seen more than once. Mm-hmm. It has to be... You, know, you have to be omnipresent. You have to continue showing up in, in front of them because what happens is they feel like everyone's having that same experience. You know, if they keep seeing you in their newsfeed all the time, they feel like everyone else does too. And they're like, wow, this must be like, they must be the biggest agent in town. That must be the top dentist in town because I see them everywhere. Well, they are seeing you everywhere because of retargeting. Right. And so uh, I feel like you can really, if you know what you're doing, one lead source is plenty. Doesn't mean that that's all you should settle for. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, and this is where the conversation gets kind of goofy, guys. Like, because I'm kind of talking out of both sides of my mouth but I'm not like there's power and focus for sure but you should always be striving to maximize like okay if Facebook's working really well why not also be seen on LinkedIn which is just gonna help those that then see you on Facebook they're gonna be like oh I saw I saw them on LinkedIn or oh I saw uh, them on a, a door hanger that came. Came by my house last week, right? Yeah. It was on my doorknob last week. And now I'm seeing a Facebook ad from them. Like everything works together. Well, it, I think that the together. I
1: mean, the core of it is what you started with. This idea that if you can create the content and you can be a, a content provider from that perspective, because the risk with digital, and you know, we talk about Facebook ads, and we do a lot of Facebook advertising. Yeah. The risk with digital, Facebook, Google, any of these ad platforms is with the snap of a finger, could go they away. Can, they can shut you off. And we're we're about yes. to come up on one of these things, right? With, with, with Apple. Apple. Yeah. Now, I don't. this podcast comes out in February, so I don't know if this will be old news or, or we'll already see the effects of it. We haven't seen the effects of it yet. But like when that happens, you might have to pivot. But if you've done what Dustin is talking about and you've created a content platform, and Russell Brunson talks about this a ton as well in terms of getting earned traffic, right? So there's bought traffic, buying leads, buying people to your site. And then there's earned traffic, Mm. which is people that you're getting coming to you because you're providing value because now you've got them on your list, right? And then you can send them information on your list and you can bring them back to your site. You've got them on your YouTube channel. You're providing all of this value and content where that then becomes a cycle where they're bringing more people in and more people are finding you because people are engaging with your content. And then you have What a great way
2: to think about it of like start out with you're providing the content and the value and the platforms are just mediums of distribution and how you judge your mediums of distribution is based upon your audience like where is your audience where's the attention right now and if you have the value you're almost like like you can go anywhere you you could be on i mean heck i mean you could be on your own blog you could, you know, do it on Facebook, do it on LinkedIn. You could do it over the phone. Like you could go almost anywhere. Do a seminar if you have your own content. Um, but I think the struggle is for most people is that they don't know. One is which one to choose, right? So which one's going to produce the best return on investment? Because we suffer from this, right? When we're choosing, I'll give an example rele- relevant to our business. What conference? Should we go to within the arenas we work in, real estate, mortgage? fine. there's so many conferences, there's so many places we could sponsor, and so we're constantly like, well, we want to choose the best conference that we can go to, well, the one that's going to produce the most return. And then what happens is you never make a decision, and we didn't go to conferences for years <laughs> because we couldn't decide what conference to go to, which one's going to net the return. Never took the risk, and I think it goes into what you're saying. It's like there really there's no magic. But just pick one, stay consistent in it, and once you got that mastered, then reach out and grab the other one, uh, because you'll find that you'll yes. evolve faster by just doing it. Thousand percent. Yeah. Start with what you already enjoy doing,
0: what you already understand. You know, if if you've never used TikTok, and you're really good with Facebook, you're really consistent, you understand the platform uh, intuitively. It just makes sense to you, but people are saying TikTok is so hot, and then you go over and try to make sense of TikTok. That's not very easy to make sense of TikTok. It, it's it's just a totally Trust different. Trust me, I've deal. tried
2: it. Yeah, it's weird. <laughs> it,
0: it is. So don't start something new. Like start with what you are already doing. Double down on it, and then once you once you have that down to a science, then figure out okay, how do we amplify this? How do we how do we branch out to this platform how do we make this work together how do we you know put these pieces together and you know maybe maybe you need to hire an assistant maybe you need a virtual assistant or someone to help you scale that based on your bandwidth cuz you know a lot of everyone listening they're learning marketing to help them get more business but the marketing is not their business you know mm-hmm. marketing yeah. is a way to get more of it mm-hmm. so they still have to like do the work they still have to do the job and service the clients and provide the product uh, so at some point, like you're going to run into bandwidth issues. That's why it's so important to pick pick one thing or two things that you really enjoy doing. You're already you already understand them, and then add on from there.
2: Yeah, Go I was, was going to ask about because I'm dying to know about your thoughts on Clubhouse <laughs> okay. um, and this whole. because this is a I, by the time this this is going to release when February eighth. So, yeah. so you know everybody who's listening to this, you, maybe couple, you're, maybe you're weeks, all. Yeah on Clubhouse already by now, but you know, Clubhouse is full on Clubhouse addicts. I'm I'm seeing it, um, you know, across Instagram right now. People I follow, obviously you're one that's been posting about it. Tell, tell me a little bit about your thoughts on Clubhouse. Do you think it's a fad? Or do you think it's going to stay? And for you know those who don't know Clubhouse, as far as I understand it, it's basically a social platform that's audio-based. And you can go into this social platform and there's literally rooms created. You have to get invited to get in, but there's rooms created. And the beautiful thing about it is you can be in a room with a freaking superstar. Like you, you could be in a room with... Grant Cardone with Dustin here, like, and they're speaking and you have a chance to get up on stage and speak too, or you can sit there and learn and listen from these masters of the of the craft and, and it seems to be really, really taking off right now. So I'm curious to know your thoughts on it.
0: It's exploding. It's consuming the vast majority of my entire week. I, I looked at my <laughs> iPhone stats and it's scary. I, I didn't even realize I was on the phone that much to begin with, let alone Clubhouse alone. It's very addicting. I do not think it's a fad at least in its current like the way it exists today. As they continue to change the platform because it's only iPhone right now. It's not even available to Android users. Oh wow, I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah, I tell my Android friends like you good thing you got your bed. IPhone, I got an iPhone.
2: I did. I got an Sorry. iPhone. I switched over to there the dark go. side. Yes. It's a good side to be. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but but uh it's so there's not everyone's on it yet, right? And and so I think what's so cool it's unlike anything i've ever seen it's a, it's not just another iteration on the news feed you know like parlor or whatever the hell that other one is that people have been migrating to or you know since the election um, th- those are just kind of the same models this one it's like a live interactive podcast that anyone can join in on and listen to and the gatekeepers are are completely removed to your point you mentioned grant cardone I was in a, a clubhouse room earlier this week where Grant Cardone and Soldier Boy the rapper were arguing and debating money and wealth <laughs> principles. <laughs>
2: that it was is bizarre and awesome all at the that? same time.
0: <laughs> it, exactly, where else? And and if it was a, a like you could always listen to a podcast between those two, but the podcast wouldn't have an audience member being called up on stage or, you know, and ask a question yeah, and then help steer awesome. the conversation. It's interactive, mm. and and so uh, um, Tyrese, the uh, the actor, I, I think he was a singer too. I don't know, but uh, you know the Fast and Furious guy. Yeah, mm-hmm. he was bad mouthing those that have the private jets all over social media. Grant Cardone chimes in. He's like, "Hey, I have a private jet," and then those two started kind of going at it a little bit. And Tyrese was backtracking, and it's it's just it's mind boggling. Amazing, it is. Anyone can jump in and listen, but it's not just passively. Uh, you know, consuming this stuff, which you, you can consume it the same way you do a podcast. You lock your screen, go walk the dog and just listen to the clubhouse stuff. You can create your own rooms, you know, you can create your own stage, whether that's a local stage that's about your local community and you just want to talk about the arts festival that's happening this next weekend or the local sports teams that, you know, that wet the bed this this year didn't do so hot. Um, you know, you can create your own rooms and build your own tribes in a very like organic and uh natural way like
2: we're talking about people sitting around in a room having a conversation yeah. it's so real and people crave yes. that real of like i can listen to any podcast grant cardone has so many podcasts but the fact that it's more real it's the live effect basically it's yes. the facebook or instagram live effect but it's audio based right no video yes. on clubhouse right Correct. Yeah. yeah, and I keep hearing people say like, "Oh, I wish that they had
0: DMs. I wish they had this that." I'm like, "No, like the beauty of it is it's so unique. It's audio only. You don't have to get like it's perfect for 2020 and you know this this work from home life that we yeah. we've all gotten used to. There's no camera. It's just
1: audio. You can do it from wherever doing what. <laughs> it's funny that like not being on audio or or on video now is novel. <laughs> Right, We went right. from like, oh, audio only. That's a novel idea. Like, that was what it was. Before. Revolutionary.
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah, turning the camera off. Revolutionary. I love it. Yeah, it's it's wild. Um, I think Clubhouse is going to be a huge hit. Every single person that I know that has been using it, they're all addicted. They're like, mm. wow, this really sucks me in. And so I don't see how that could really be a fad unless they change the the platform and ruin it. Um, have you started a room yet? A room. How do
1: you get people to show up? Like, have yeah. you started? Yeah. How do you get people to show up?
0: Yeah. So, uh, you can follow people and have people follow you. So, th- that's really the only vanity metric in there. But you can go in at any time. You can create a room, spur of the moment, and give it a topic, call it whatever. Uh, you can schedule one, which is pretty cool. You're like, hey, uh, Tuesday at 3 p.m., I'm going to be talking about. Sports in Salt Lake City, or you know, football in Salt Lake City, or something. And uh, anyone who follows you is going to get a notification that you set that up. Then, if you join another room and you can raise your hand, if you get called up as a speaker on the stage, um, once you do, a notification goes out to all your followers that you're speaking in that room. That's
2: awesome. That's cool. It's that is- super cool. So and. Uh, and- a chance to learn from like when else could you a- ask Russell Brunson a question? Right, like I think uh, we looked into having him speak, and I think it was a hundred grand or something like that. <laughs> something like right? Like, yeah. Oh, is
0: he six figures already? I, I think so. Is, yeah. Yeah. yeah, for him. For him yeah. <laughs>
2: yeah, yeah, I mean, it's <laughs> amazing. It's the value he brings. So where else could you get yeah. in an app and ask that guy a que- Your personal question. I mean, that. I mean, it's pr- it's pretty unbelievable. So I guess then you yeah. know, kind of switching gears a little bit, but getting back to this idea of like twenty twenty one. Like, where do you see like the agents needing to focus their attention? Right. We talked about you, you're looking at Facebook. I know you're big on Facebook ads and stuff like that. Are you seeing it most of the problem being, hey, look, there's not enough inventory out there. So you're gonna have to find a way to generate inventory. Like, what what is the marketing approach that you're seeing?
0: Uh, you threw me off with of that last little bit about the, the inventory deal, because I, I thought you were going in a different direction. <laughs> Um, I believe, I really believe that 2021 should be a year of doubling down. Okay, not Clubhouse kind of changed my mind on that a little bit because I was I was ready to just focus like a laser beam on the platforms I'm on and just doing more of it and doing it better and repurposing that right, just being seen on those places more often. Then Clubhouse came along. I'm like, well, I've got to devote some time to this. I think this could be huge. Um, So, I think if you if you have some platforms, if you if you're doing some things to really uh, th- that are working, double down on that, mm. focus on that, and and then try to figure out how the other tools, like the all the social networks and platforms, they're just tools. How can those tools help you accomplish what it is that you already have moving forward? And uh, and and so uh, I think video. It's funny we're talking about this. Fad this uh, <laughs> only audio fad. only app that I think is revolutionary, <laughs> but I still think video is is huge. It's going to continue to be huge. It always will be. Yeah, I I think agents and any uh-huh. any business person, anyone who wants attention from anyone for any reason, you have to be on video. And if that scares you to death, then it's start a trust practicing. factor.
1: It's it's what gets it's people a trust, to trust factor.
0: It. Yeah, it, it's a trust factor. It's a likability factor. It's a personal connection factor. Being on video, being seen on video is the next best thing to meeting somebody in person. Shaking hands, yeah. But I think it's better because you can only meet so many people face-to-face. You could record one video and have a million people see it. It's Mm -hmm. infinitely scalable. So you've got to let people make a personal connection with you for better or worse. Decide if they like you or not. And that could be done on Instagram stories, YouTube, TikTok, you know, whatever, anywhere. Uh, but video has got to be a focus for anyone in 2021. I also think that this is kind of a, a, a concept, but I'm seeing this huge trend between... And, and I think in 2021, it's just going to widen even more. The gap between the doers and and those that make excuses. Mm-hmm. And those that are... Uh, I believe there's no excuse for not knowing how to do something anymore. there's no lack of information. There's no lack of resources on how to do something. There's a lack of willingness to seek it out. And a a lack of uh, willingness to, to take action on those things. 100%. And so those that are willing to just learn and do and keep moving forward and keep improving and iterating, they're going to win bigger and bigger and bigger and <laughs> they're going to get more of the pie. And well, those that continue to make excuses are just going to be
1: left behind. What, Like you're saying people that continue to make excuses. Are you saying people that are like, well, I don't, I don't really... I don't know how to use social media, so I'm not going to. Or is it like, what do you mean yep. making excuses for? Yeah. Th- those that know what they should be doing to grow
0: their businesses mm-hmm. and just don't. They have some excuse. Oh, I I don't like video. I'm not good in front of the. I don't like the way I look. I don't like the way I sound. Well, people, when you're out at the grocery store, people see you there. That's how you look. That's you're how just you predicting. Sound.
1: You're predicting everyone who's doing will outpace all of those people making the, the excuses. It, yeah, because they just keep grabbing more of the pie. I yeah. believe. I, I, I actually agree, agree with you 100 percent from this
2: perspective too. Is I think. Look, people are starting to realize, okay, it is a content game. It is a being seen game. It is an omnipresence game. They're starting to realize they got to produce content. So what does that mean? That means there's more and more noise means it's harder and harder to cut through that noise so which means you have to become better at your craft better at understanding how to get the views whether it's on YouTube how to get the views on Facebook how to do advertising those type of things but i also think there's this component and I, you know grant wise mentioned this when he was on our show of uh, the problem i think is what he said it was problem's not really leads it's really in the lead follow up is where the problem is and and i think it plays into what you're saying of the doers are going to outpace yeah. the people who don't. And it applies to you not only have to be seen everywhere, you have to be willing to take action on all these relationships that you're building and go the extra step, go the extra mile to build more relationships, do an unexpected experience for that person. Because it's so much harder now to get that mind share in people's mind, to become that person business of trust because so everybody's starting to put their brand out there now so it's like the doers are going to be the ones who pick up the phone and actually have a conversation who do a quick video message and shoot it on text like i post it right before thanksgiving i said hey what everybody should be doing for thanksgiving and christmas is you should send a personal message to your best closest friends best closest clients shoot them a video message i did it for some of mine and I got a bunch of responses back. And it's like the people who are willing to do that, that's going to be the people who are going to win. The doers are going to win versus the people who are just kind of like,
1: well, I'm applying the principle. Your video message to me must have got lost in the Well, Josh, the data.
2: we got to talk about that later. I don't want to, I don't want to break your heart here. <laughs> There's only on so much paid. bandwidth you can send over the internet. You know, you got to, got to preserve it (laughs) (laughs) Uh, so i gotta ask you man so we ask every successful person who comes on the the show you know we're so curious about the development right self-development the the habits that you implement that ultimately are the reason that you get the results you do when you look at your life what, what are the routines or habits that you've implemented in your life that you believe have driven the success for you
0: uh, you know, I've really just started to figure this out in a consistent way recently. Um, getting my fitness, my health in check has really made a massive difference business-wise. Uh, it, confidence, you know, um, and demanding respect. You know, like when you see somebody who's physically fit, like there's something about that and it's all psychological and you're like, wow, they take care of themselves. Like they're that's a serious person. Mm-hmm. Um, and And, you know, if you show up and you're, looking the opposite. You know, you're you're big, your, you know, shirts untucked and you have food all over your shirt and you're fat, you know, you don't really demand respect. I'm sorry. That's just, mm. you know, what are you gonna do? Um, so I really have now made uh, exercise seven days a week part of my routine, tracking every single thing that goes into my mouth with my fitness pal so I know how many cons- how many calories I'm consuming. I read 10 pages of a of a physical book every single day and I consume as much uh, Uplifting an educational podcast or clubhouse or, or audiobooks that I possibly can, trying to, to work on myself, trying to get better, trying to constantly um, you know, improve my mindset, improve my confidence, improve, you know, my knowledge and skill set. And uh, you know, I what that looks like on a day-to-day basis changes for me. It depends on if it's a weekday or a weekend or or what I have scheduled that day. But uh, those are kind of the non-negotiables. Um, I, I do a podcast every Thursday morning and I have for three straight years. And, uh, I record that Monday or Tuesday every week and it comes out Thursday morning. So that's a non-negotiable. And then I post once on Facebook, Instagram, and LinkedIn every day. That's another, uh, non-negotiable. And then, um, you know, around when, once I get back from the gym, I go to the gym at like four thirty, five o'clock in the afternoon. When I get back it's 6.30 ish, um, it's family time. You know, dinner, hanging out with the kids, get, getting them a bath, getting them down for bed. Really enjoy that, and and that's kind of my routine. Um, but it's rooted in taking care of myself and building or working on myself. And uh, I've heard that forever, guys. Like, you know, we've <laughs> heard that forever. You got to work on yourself. But I was here and there, and then I'd it's stop, so and then I'd start yeah. reading again, and then I wouldn't do it for a few months, and. It wasn't until I did seventy five hard in the middle, uh, starting in Q three of 2020, that changed everything for me. With I'm consistent, and it's made all the difference in the world. Your in a transformation, very short of time.
2: your transformation on seventy five hard is, is pretty crazy. Like people should check that should out. Should I, I do it? I guess you posted been, it on your...
1: I've been looking at it on the app store. Have you been thinking about doing it? Yeah. It's well, like, you have I, to
2: do it now, man. I've been hovering. Oh, yeah. I said it? To. No, yeah. I have to. Now you have to. I think we should all hold into Ariel, it. edit Josh this part is, out. Yeah, this Josh is, out. is committing to doing 75 hard. But what it is for people who don't know, it's it's two workouts a day, right? Every day for 75 days. And one of the workouts has to be outside. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Um. So, Two forty-five minute workouts. One must be outdoors. You have to drink a gallon of water every day. Oh, that's Read right.
0: ten yep. pages every day. Um. No alcohol. No cheat meals. You have to follow a diet. It it's, it doesn't tell you what diet. You just have to follow a diet. And um, what's the other one? Take a progress pick every single day. Yeah. It's you know. I've had a, a huge physical transformation. 75 Heart has been part of that. But also, I, I hired a coach. I hired a, a fitness and nutrition coach and trainer that um, you know that is a pretty expensive. But the results I've had in a very short period of time are mind-boggling. And it taught me that you could be doing 90% of things right. But sometimes, just a little teeny shift or a mm. little change here or there changes everything. And and I've learned sure. that. So seventy five hard was great, but more like physically yes, but mentally mm. it's like a mental Ironman. Um, that is that's probably one of the best things I've ever done for my mindset. Is seventy five hard? And obviously there's there's big physical um, you know upside to that, of physical benefits as well. But uh, yeah, it, it, it all happened in twenty twenty. I I was sick of people being about. I have got tired of the mentality Every, of 2020, everything.
2: right? And, then, and I'm like, I'm going in the opposite direction. <laughs> I love the concept of non-negotiables. Non-negotiables is, is such a great concept. All right, man. So knowing what you know now, what advice would you go back and, and tell your younger self? What would you tell that kid in high school? Uh, start,
0: okay, actually invest. Start investing early. Okay, Not not saving money, but investing money. Because uh, I did that a little bit, then I'd, then I'd sell it off and spend it. Then I'd do it again and... And had I just kept doing that, I probably wouldn't be here, right? (laughs) Um, That's one of those things that we all have been told a million times, we just don't do it. So start investing as early as you possibly can regularly. Don't worry about the market ups and downs. Just invest regularly and over time, boom. Uh, Also, work on yourself. Um, Work on yourself more than you work on or for anybody else. And, uh, And finally, marketing is... Everything. Mm. I don't care what you do or what industry you're in, but uh, you know, you being a great personal trainer or a great real estate agent or a great dentist—that that's a prerequisite, of course, to success. You have to be good, but the best—there is no the best. There's who is who's known the most. Yes. Who who has the most clients? Who has the most business? That is marketing. And so, if you really. If you realize that if you become a marketing expert and and a marketing master with whatever you're doing, that is what will make you number one in your market, number one in your area. It's not being the best, you know, real estate agent or whatever. Because what does that what does that even mean, anyways? Um,
1: it's who's doing the most business. That's great, great golden, advice. Yeah, golden nugget. Thank you so much for being here, Dustin. Before we close out, let people know how they can follow along with your journey. Check out your podcast, all that good stuff.
0: Thank you. No, I appreciate it. This has been fun. Great conversation. Uh, just social media at Massive Agent on Instagram, on Facebook, Dustin Brom on LinkedIn, and then MassiveAgentPodcast.com is kind of my home base or my mothership, if you will. Um, so, yeah, check it out. And you know, if you found some value today, um, shoot me a DM. Let me know that you heard me on the, the state paid podcast, and
1: we'll connect. Awesome, awesome, man. Thank you so much again. And thank you all for listening to dive deeper into this episode. Get all of those links that Dustin just mentioned. You can head on over to staypaidpodcast.com as well as the show notes there as well. And if you're looking for ways to support the show, there's only two ways that we ask you to do that. First, Head on over to Apple Podcasts, drop us a five-star rating, leave a comment, let us know how we're doing. And the best way is to tell a friend about this episode and share it on your social media. If you want to get hold of me or Luke, you can reach us at podcast at remindermedia.com. Or you can follow us on Instagram. We are at Stay Paid Podcast. For this episode of Stay Paid, I'm Joshua Stike,
2: Guys, and I'm Luke Acri. And man, Dustin, thank you so much for coming on. I would encourage everybody, definitely check out his podcast. It is awesome. So many tangible tips. I've been listening to it, so it inspires me. You know, thinking about the action item for this podcast, I was thinking, you got to go join Clubhouse. And I was like, nah, you need an invite to join Clubhouse. <laughs> so you, so you got to have an invite to get on. <laughs> uh, but here's your action item. I, I truly believe that if you're not starting to create content, valuable content for your audience, in a way like you won't exist. You won't exist. You have to get out there and start creating content. The perfect place to start is your FAQs. Think of the most frequently asked questions that you get all the time that your clients want to know, your prospects want to know, and you need to create content on those. It could be a video content, could be a blog, could be an email, but create content on that because that's value. You're giving back to your audience, back to your community. It's a great place to start. Take action on that. Remember this, the difference between a top producer and a mediocre producer in every single industry Josh and I have worked in, and guess what? It's over what? 140 now? 160. 160 160 different industries Josh and I have worked in and helped with. The top producers take action. Take action on that today.